Hey guys, my name is Tyler Jacoby. I'm an adaptive athlete from Raleigh, North Carolina, and this is the first episode of the Sports Adaptive Podcast. With me today is Sean Everly, a teammate of mine from Hurricane Sled Hockey and an adaptive CrossFit athlete at Nurse River CrossFit. How are you doing today, Sean? I'm good, teammate. How are you? Doing great. So, how long have you been competing in CrossFit? I started CrossFit um, about two years ago now. So I've been doing some different style workouts kind of um, most of my life. I've enjoyed kind of working out. Uh, I played some sports growing up. Uh, I did a little bit of boxing for a while, which is a great workout. Um, and then I got into CrossFit about two years ago. Really, when I moved to Raleigh, um, it is when I, I got into CrossFit. I found News River CrossFit. It's a fantastic gym. Um, and, uh, yeah, the rest is history. Yeah, so I know um, our friend Kippy, like, told you to come out and try sled hockey. Was she the one that got you into CrossFit as well? Yeah, uh, funny enough, Kippy, um, I didn't realize she was in Raleigh, uh, but I was, we went to high school together, and I was on social media, and coincidentally realized that she tagged uh, News River CrossFit in something, and I just knew that the News River was somewhere in North Carolina, <laughs> Um, so I dug a little bit deeper and, uh, yeah, she told me to come out and that that gym had a pretty large presence of adaptive athletes, um, and that the coach was really willing to work with, uh, adaptive athletes with sort of any impairment, which was awesome. So started CrossFit about two years ago and then, yeah, she was like, uh, um, I think her and, and another friend, uh, Christy, had tried sled hockey um, about a year before that. And they came out and they said they were just falling over left and right. Um, and then sort of the pandemic happened. And, and so uh, Kippy decided to give it another try and, and invited me along. So there, that um, was really awesome. I fell in love with it day one, uh, I think. Um, the second time that Kippy tried it, I think she noticed that like CrossFit and, and training and working out, um, really propelled her to be able to stay upright and to skate, uh, with one arm, which is awesome. Um, so yeah, the rest is history for that too. I think, uh, being fit and strong is a good, um, it's good for any sport. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a really good point. And um, I think beyond that, right, uh, especially for folks with, you know, we'll do an air quote, a disability, um, it's really important um, for everyday life too, right? So right. the thing that, um, you know, I've noticed about CrossFit, whether you do a competitive or, or fitness in general, right, whether you compete or you don't, um, having a, a disability, um, but being in, in good health um, or like general wellness, 
um, really translates into a, a better quality of life. So, you know, I've seen some folks in the adaptive CrossFit, CrossFit space not only do some amazing things in competition and in CrossFit, but then you just look at the odds and, you know, how uh, the challenges that they face day in and day out and to overcome those and to see that fitness level translate into things that they do daily. Um, that's what I think is the really cool part. So absolutely. Um, yeah. So you said something, I think you said you boxed for a little while. Um, what other kind of, what other sports have you competed in? Yeah, I, um, that's a good question as well. So I was pretty thankful, um, or lucky in the sense that I went to a pretty small high school. Um, so everybody kind of knew everybody. Um, there weren't a whole lot of numbers when it came to, uh, when it came to athletics. So I was fortunate, uh, ironically enough, for those listening, uh, I, I have dwarfism. I'm uh, about four feet tall, um, fully grown. Um, I was actually fortunate enough to go to such a small school that I played basketball. <laughs> um, so I started there. Um, I also played baseball, which um, – uh, kind of sidebar, I, I played goalie the other week at sled hockey practice. And from playing baseball, I think my glove hand was uh, fairly decent for my first time. Yeah, you so, some pretty good saves that you made. Thanks. So we'll see where that goes. I know you, you definitely scored on me a few times. <laughs> um, but yeah, baseball was another one. And then uh, tennis, actually. Uh, I loved playing tennis as well through high school. Um, the boxing was a little bit later. It was just kind of um, uh, a gym in the area. Again, more of a workout fitness-based boxing. I, I never uh, would would want to box somebody uh, in the ring. Right. Uh, but great workout um, at a place called Title Boxing um, where you – just doing an hour, hour long, like group fitness based class. So, um, okay. I've always been pretty active. Um, and I love all sports really. Um, mm. but those are the ones that I've kind of taken interest in along the way. Mm. Okay. What are some of your favorite things to do like outside of sports? Would you say outside? Yeah. Outside of playing sports, I think, uh, obviously watching, um, tremendous fan again of most sports, um, uh, working out again is a huge hobby outside of like quote unquote sport. Um, and, uh, I have two dogs, so I, mm. I just love to get outdoors with them, stay outdoors, stay active, um, hike quite a bit, um, and then cooking. Um, <clears throat> so, Along the way, I've um, it's fairly easy uh, to, I guess, lose sight of what you're putting in your body. Um, and I think when it goes along with fitness and working out and just general uh, health, um, being cognizant of what you're putting in your body can can um, you know take you to that next level. So I, I kind of enjoy cooking. 
um, and, and finding ways to make healthy food taste good, I guess. <laughs> Do you have a favorite food to cook or meal or anything? No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I have a, a favorite um, like recipe to go to, but I am a huge breakfast person. So uh, I believe that I could eat breakfast for every meal of every day uh, if I had the choice. So I typically go to which, you know, if we're talking health wise, probably aren't always the best decisions. But I love your your standard breakfast foods. Uh, I'll eat them, like I said, for dinner a lot of times. Um, but I, I love to make breakfast, um, you know, big breakfast meals and load up on, on nutrients that way. Yeah, so back to CrossFit, actually. So I know with hockey, we travel around the East Coast and play in tournaments. But is that – do you – compete around the country in CrossFit as well? Or is it like a regional, like a kind of a closer like thing? Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, so just in the two years that I've been doing CrossFit, um, there's been this huge uh, progression uh, if you will, for a, the adaptive space, which is obviously awesome. Um, to see it become more inclusive, to have them adapt the workouts to be uh, achievable and safe for folks with different uh, impairments has been awesome. So the, um, the CrossFit competitions all over the country now um, kind of have the adaptive divisions on their maps. Um, they are more and more of them are popping up every day that if they're going to put on an able-bodied competition and there's enough interest or any interest in an adaptive division, they'll typically create one. So it's been really awesome. Um, I've been able to go to uh, Miami to compete at one of the largest competitions mm-hmm. um, this year. They're doing one in Barcelona, Spain, uh, which is really cool. I probably won't get to that one, um, but that would be cool. Um, Yeah. And then there's been a couple others. Um, There's one in Florida that has a huge uh, adaptive presence at it. Um, And then uh, I competed in one in upstate New York. So it's been Really cool. CrossFit itself as the organization is including uh, the adaptive divisions in competitions, but then so are um, CrossFit is a lot of local competitions as well, um, where a gym will host one day, they'll have athletes from all over come and, and compete. And now they're starting to open those up to the adaptive divisions, which is, is really cool to see the progression and the inclusion that's coming along with it. Right. So, again, we talked about this a little bit, but I got one for you because um, this still, I I guess, potentially or will be episode one. So uh, I I think folks, you know, I've been so blessed to have met you and your family and just the whole Hurricane Sled family, um, obviously through Kippy. 
But for those uh, that would listen to this and don't know that story and kind of how we connected and what the program's about, um, how has that been for you to really be um, the reason and the, you know, to be, uh, to have started such an incredible thing now that's now grown to, we probably had 30 to 40. I had 30 some skaters this weekend, which was awesome. Yeah, 30 or 40, I'd say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when I was about three and I saw the Canes win the cup in 2006 and I told my parents that I wanted to play hockey. Um, but at that point I couldn't walk or even stand up by my on my own so we didn't really none of us really knew how that was going to work because we didn't know that sled hockey existed um and then so my parents did some research um and then we i got my i got a sled and but at that point it was just it was me on the ice with a bunch of stand-up players. Um, and so, yeah, like you said, now we have 40 or 50, probably, I don't know, 40 some uh, skaters that, like on our, on our team. So it's been great to watch it grow. And I've made a lot of friends throughout the years. Um, so it's been, it's just been it's been awesome. It, that that is really cool. Um, I, I actually sometimes wish I would have been a part of it, you know, sooner. I obviously didn't know about it, but um, to watch that progression or or to hear about it at least, um, you know, with yourself and I think Steve was one of the the originals on buckets. Yeah, um, me and Steve and there were a couple of players that don't play anymore but um yeah now we've we got people coming in seems almost every week we've got a new couple yeah. of new players coming in so yeah cool. no it's it's been really special and you know hockey itself i think can tend to be a, you know a more expensive sport uh, ice time is fairly mm-hmm. expensive um, you know, the equipment, especially at the rate that most children grow at, you know, you're out yeah. um, pretty quickly. Um, but I, I think it, it's been so special to give, um, you know, people of, uh, you know, all backgrounds and, and the all ages, really, you know, we have juniors and, and obviously the adult team, um, the ability to, to come and to find something that, that they enjoy and to get involved in. Um, I think it's been really special and I love what the organization does. All right, Sean. Um, if, say somebody wanted to start competing in CrossFit, um, who would they talk to or how could they get involved? Yeah, no, that's a great question to you. Um, so uh, kind of under CrossFit, there's two organizations um, that really um, uh, have taken ownership and, and led the way in the adaptive community specifically. 
Um, and the first one is Adaptive Training Academy. Um, that is an organization that actually trains CrossFit coaches um, how to coach an adaptive athlete, um, which is really cool because um, there are many gyms, CrossFit and, um, you know, bigger franchises that aren't necessarily equipped for somebody that has a, a disability or even a temporary impairment, you know, a broken, a broken bone or something. Um, if they walked in the door, you know, having a coach or somebody that can instruct them that is prepared to do so in a safe and, and smart way. So Adaptive Training Academy is a great organization, um, really training the trainers. Um, there's another organization called Wheelwad, uh, which is a, a more competitive side of things. Um, but they've really taken the time to understand, to research the various movements that um, able-bodied athletes do, and then a similar uh, adaptation or um, workout, uh, like a similar stimulus so that they're getting the same workout, but they obviously have different abilities. Yeah. So those are the two organizations um, for CrossFit. And uh, since you asked, I'll plug, um, you know, sled hockey as well. Um, you know, the, the hurricane sled hockey, you know, we've gone to the uh, sled classic. Uh, Y'all have for, I think, several years. I went this past year. Um, most, if not all, NHL teams have an affiliated um, sled team. So for anybody listening in the Raleigh area, definitely reach out to Hurricane Sled or, or Key, you know, Instagram or, or wherever. Um, but, but around the country, I think Sled's becoming more accessible, you know. Yeah, I believe uh, all, all 32 NHL teams have an affiliated um, Sled team. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Actually, you know, being at the, the Classic last year and seeing the Kraken already have a team right. um, was pretty cool. I, I love their jerseys. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, I think it's really cool too, that, um, hurricane sled now is becoming like a Carolina thing. So my understanding was that there was a trip to Winston-Salem this weekend, um, you know, a camp, um, and sort of an effort to stand up a similar program there, which would be really cool. So, um, Definitely, I think just research, you know, local areas to see how to get involved. But, um, you know, like yourself and like myself, you know, we didn't know sled hockey was out there, um, but we've fallen in love with it since. And, you know, I would encourage anybody to check it out and get involved. I would as well. I got two more for you real quick. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite sort of memory, whether it was a, a goal scored or, um, you know, I, I know Hurricane Sled has afforded you the experience to do a lot of other cool things, um, which, again, is one thing I love about this, this team, this family, this community is sled hockey leads to surfing, leads to, you know, meeting the hurricanes. So what are a few of the things that stand out as like really impactful memories for you through 
through the years of Hurricane Sled? I mean, there's plenty of those. Um, one of them, actually, I don't even really remember this, but my first tournament, like before, it was like when it was just me. Um, I played with a team from Florida, and okay. Declan Farmer was on that team from the U.S. sled team. Uh-huh. Um, and then two or three years later, it was there were a few more, but it was it was just me and a couple others. Um, and the U.S. team invited us to come and skate with them, and they were they were in Charlotte. Okay. Um, so we skated with some of those guys. Jen Lee was there. Um, Steve Cash. Um, I'm not, I don't remember who else. But so I've gotten to meet some of those guys over the years. So that's that's really cool. That's awesome. What about with the Canes? <clears throat> yeah, so probably the one that comes to mind first is uh, – we played a tournament in Minnesota last year and uh, I scored the first goal of the championship game off the pass from uh, Caden Beasley. That's so, awesome. That was super cool. And then he went on to score the next two and we, we won, uh, I think, three to one. That's awesome. Brought him the trophy for sure. Brought him the shield, yeah. <clears throat> Very cool. And then what about outside of hockey, like surfing? Um, you know, we've, we've gotten to do a few times, which was really cool. Uh, any other opportunities like that that have come out of, I think there's a, is there a snowboarding or a skiing one too? Oh yeah. So like you said, I've gone surfing a couple of times in Carolina beach with uh, ocean cure. And then for like about, I think about eight years, I've gone, uh, I've gone skiing at Beach, at Beach Mountain. Um, they do, they have an adaptive, they have a week of adaptive skiing. Skiers from all over North Carolina come and ski, and then they have instructors from like all over the country. So they got, they got some from like California, Colorado. Tennessee, like everywhere, yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, one of these days I'll I'll get you out to CrossFit too. You can can check that off your list. Yeah, I'd like to like try that sometime. Like to go up. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, thank you for joining me, Sean. Absolutely. Uh, Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks again for having me. Great chat. Okay. Hurricane Sled Hockey practices um, every Saturday morning from 9 to 10.30 until about the end of May. So if anyone wants to come and try it or just watch, we practice at the Raleigh Iceplex. Absolutely. Come on out and grow our numbers even more. <laughs>